Adam, uh, good morning. Where are you? Where are you at the moment? Uh, so I'm currently at the uh, at the unit this morning. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, our engineers are coming up today. Uh, we're going through some bits and bobs for next year. Uh, and we've got a couple of meetings going on in the afternoon. So standard day at the at work really. But is the unit actually attached to the commercial vehicle business, or is it separate? Uh, well, it's attached. Um, the the well, we've got the commercial side based in Blackburn, uh, and we're over in Accrington. But it's uh, yeah, Sic- Sicily Motorsport is you know it is part of the commercials. Absolutely right, absolutely right. Now, as we speak, as we speak, um, we are um, we are hearing the news that. Um, Dick Bennett's and West Side Racing are building at this very moment uh, two BMW 330i M's for you to use in the 2021 season. Um, exciting. Moving away, obviously, from the A-Class, because the A-Class Mercedes is very much closer to, obviously, the family business, basically, in that respect. Yeah, so the whole reason why we went down the Mercedes road is, is obviously because of the family business. Um, you know, we've been a Mercedes-Benz dealer for 40, 40 odd years. Um, mm-hmm. My granddad started it. And, you know, we, we started off in a Toyota and we thought it'd be really nice uh, to, to go down the Mercedes route and try and get Mercedes-Benz involved and maybe become a, potentially a manufacturer. Um, so we tried, we tried that for, for many years and unfortunately Mercedes didn't get involved uh you know they're very keen on their uh gt package and, and f1 which i think is where most of the money goes so we had a go we tried with mercedes um and then we've come to the end of 2021 uh 2020 and we thought it, it's you know it's time for a change you know in the years that we've had the mercedes i think most teams have changed cars at least once if not twice uh, and we've had the Mercedes for seven years, so it's uh, it's time to time to swap it up. Absolutely, moving from front front wheel drive to rear wheel drive. I mean, that's that's uh, that's quite a big step. But at the same time, I mean, obviously uh, the cars have proved very competitive in the touring cars as well. Yeah, so you know we've, we've looked, you know, we took loads of different factors into um, into consideration before you know making a jump to BMW, and. One of the factors we looked at was just over the past six years, I think a rear-wheel drive car has been either winning the championship or second in the championship every year. So there's got to be something in that, uh, you know, for why they're always competitive and why they're always at the front. So that was one element. Uh, the other element is, you know, WSR have always produced stellar cars. You know, as soon as they hit the track, round one, they're at the front and winning races. You know, they've got huge capabilities on the engineering side, you know, all the CAD engineers, all the, all the other stuff they do. So when it goes hybrid in 2022, you know, we should again hit the ground running uh, and ready to go. And all that work that WSR do, uh, that information gets passed to us. So it's, uh, we, we hope it's a win-win situation. Absolutely. Of course, with the A-Class, the Mercedes, uh, you, ha- you had... Uh had results on every step of the podium, particularly on the top step, which was really quite nice. But you had a you had a good run with the car as well, didn't you? Yeah, it's no, it was really good. You know, it was um, we we built that car ourselves from the ground up. Uh, we've developed it ourselves from the ground up. Um, 
it took a bit of time to you know to, to get in the sweet spot and you know over the years you know we had Paul Ridgway initially he was our our head engineer and he got that car working really well then we had Hexus run and again we had some mega years of them but I think in 20, the end of 2019 we just sort of maybe lost our way a little bit in terms of setup um, and started to lose a little bit of pace and you know it looked like the Merc was really struggling but then you know, halfway through the year, we made an engineering change and we bought Steve Farrell in. Um, and he, you know, he, he he's come in and he's he's literally flipped the car upside down and, and started again. And you know, the you know we had a good attack this year. You know, we we really proved that the Mercedes, although it's I think the oldest car or second oldest car on the grid, uh, was still competitive and, and could still win races. Absolutely, Frank. I guess possibly if Mercedes had been involved and actually had backed. Uh, the team and the car, then of course the situation might have been slightly different or not. Oh no, yeah. If you know, if Mercedes had, you know, had got involved and became a, a, a backer and turned into a manufacturer, then uh, you know we'd, we'd probably look at developing a, dif- a different car. You know, maybe going to a CLA or uh, the A-class saloon or or something like that. But unfortunately, money doesn't money doesn't grow on trees. So to build a car from the ground up is you know, it's a very expensive project, um, and unfortunately, we haven't got the, the money to do that. So we've we've gone down the route of, uh, of of letting other people do all the development work and all the engineering for us, and uh, hopefully, we can jump in the BMW and, and be competitive. I imagine you've got a few nice trees growing in the back garden of the uh, the commercial vehicle business, haven't you? Uh, yeah, let's you know. What my granddad done, has done over the years is, has been successful. You know, he's a very, very astute businessman. He's, he's done very well for himself. So, you know, we, we can't take that out of it, which is why Sicily is all over the car. You know, it's our family business, and uh, you know, we're very, very, very proud of what we've done. One thing I will say that I've seen you at one or two um, British Superbike meetings, and as a guest of. Uh, Paul Bird Motorsport. I wasn't sure it was because you had hankered after him just because maybe they were using a Mercedes truck. What was the tie in there? Um, so our commercial director, Norman Burgess, he, he, he's our, our sponsorship man. He's our main man to, to go out and meet people, look after all our guests and that sort of stuff. And he does a very similar sort of job for Paul Bird. And he's actually one of Paul Bird's uh, very close friends. And because of that, I've just I've been invited down with Norman, and, and you know I got I've got to know Paul quite well as well. So I've just been down there as a guest, really. But you never had any never had any interest in being on a motorcycle at any time in your career, because I mean I'm looking back. I mean we we know you did some karting, you did historic rallying, uh, but motorcycles never came into your thoughts as far as motor racing was concerned. Uh, no, no, not really. I mean I grew up watching my dad. Uh, he's a he's a rally driver. Um, I've always been four wheels, you know, four wheel based, um, and what I've been interested in, you know, and it was mainly rallying, you know, to start with. Um, but no, motorbikes—they uh, scare me. I like to have a bit of metal around me. If I, uh, if anything does go wrong, I've got some good protection. Thinking about your career, of course, I mean, uh, just looking back, 2011 was a very important year for you. I mean, you came into the GT, uh, Ginetta GT Championship, and you won the GT4 uh, title, Super Cup title that year. And, of course, that launched your career into the touring cars in 2012, which was uh, 
was really a nice start to a very successful career in touring cars. Yeah, it was. It was it, it, when I started out in car racing. It was. It was a very very fast, uh, steep learning curve. Uh, so I started in. I think 2009 uh, in Ginetta G20s, and I did a couple of MX5 races just to get my license. Uh, end of 2009, I did two races in a Ginetta G50, uh, which went okay. Uh, 2010, uh, I joined Dynajet. 2011 was when Sicily Motorsport was was created, um, and it was just me, me, my dad, and some friends basically, and we were a, a very small one-car team against these big three-car, four-car G55 teams, and um, we, we went out and, and won the championship. So within three years of racing cars on, on circuits, I went from G55 into British touring cars. So it was a very rapid uh, and steep learning curve into the highest form of British motorsport. And of course, that season or that you did in touring cars was with Speedworks and the Toyota Avances before you moved, obviously, uh, into... Uh, 2013 uh, with Thistley, but uh, again, uh, an interesting season, and I guess in many ways, I mean, in terms of touring car racecraft, I mean, that was obviously a good platform for you to learn racecraft in that area. Yeah, 2012, probably wasn't, my, wasn't one of my finest years in, in most, but I think um, I had a, there was still a, a huge amount to learn uh, in terms of racecraft and the ferocity of, of British touring cars. And I was probably a bit naive because I'd won the championship in 2011. I thought I was going to go in and be really quick and be at the front. And you, you can't do that in touring cars. So we didn't we didn't have the best year in 2012. Um, but in 2013, uh, Sicily Motorsport got hold of the Toyota, and I think at the end of round two, at the end of the six, six, first six races, I scored more points than I had in the entire season in 2011. Uh, 2012, so that shows just how difficult it was. <laughs> Mac Tools joins you as sponsor in 2017. Carl Uber on board as well. Now, a very sort of nice, strong connection between the two sponsors. Um, and obviously, uh, Car we have Carl Uber Triple R Racing uh, with Mac, Mac, Mac Tools for 2020. Uh, and uh, a good season generally uh, with a result or two at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a really good year, um, and, and you know, Matt Tools have been sponsors of ours for five, six years now, um, and you know they are they are brilliant. You know, they are so loyal, and over the years, you know, I've got to know so many people there and all the franchisees, and you know, they are part of the Sicily family, and and then this year, uh, like I said, Carlo Triple R came on again, absolutely brilliant sponsor you know they've they've, they've they've come in and you know they can't do enough for us it's you know it's amazing to have um two huge companies um get involved and you know want to come to the races and they want to to be part of the team and, and i think that's part of you know Sicily motorsport you know when people do join the team they become i think because we are such a small family run team they enjoy that aspect of it and that side of it and and, and they do get a genuine enjoyment out of coming to all the races because, you know, my mum's there, my girlfriend's there. Um, you know, most of the mechanics are, are friends from home. 
Um, their wives come down and they're, they're all healthy now in hospitality. Um, my, my auntie's there, my uncle's there. So it's, it is a very close-knit team and, and people who come down, you know, I think they, they enjoy that side of it. And also, I think 2020 was a very nice way to round off your, your racing in the Mercedes A-Class as well. Yeah, 100%. You know, that, um, you know, Alton Park for us over the past has been pretty cruel. You know, it's my local track. Um, but then to get a win at Alton Park and in the Mercedes at our home events, you know, all of Carloob, um, they, they, they were there for the, for the first time and, you know, my little boy was there for the first time. It was, it was a very, very special day. In fact, so special that I actually cried on the podium, which I'll, uh, <laughs> I've never, I'll, I'll, uh, I've had some stick for, but, uh, you know, it was 100% worth it. And yeah, like I said, you know, for, for a year to sign off the Merc, 20, 2020 went pretty well. Your little boy, I seem to remember seeing in a, a racing suit um, already at a young age. Yeah, he will. Uh, yeah, I think he, he's. Well, hopefully he'll. You know, over the years he'll, he'll grow up and hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, I'll still be racing and uh, he could he can get to grow up and and come to the races and, and see me see me race and hopefully he'll get a. He'll get a love for the sport, and uh, who knows, you know, we might uh, throw him in a go-kart and, and see what he's like. I'm sure he will. I'm absolutely, I have no doubt about that I'm going to be talking to him about a career in, in, in touring cars at some point, if I live long enough, yes? <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly. <laughs> 2020 has been a very strange year, we know that. August through to, what, the beginning of November, we had the season, we had 27 races. I mean, obviously, BTCC, Alan Gow, his team put a very good package together against a very difficult situation with COVID-19. We've had the regulations confirmed and some of the changes and some of the additions and the changes to ballast for 2021. We have dates starting from the beginning of April, as we normally would have. And we just hope that we go into a full season uh, in, the, in a normal circumstance rather more than the situation we've had this year. Uh, and it'd be nice to get the fans back as well, of course. Yeah, no, I think just, you know, reiterate what, what you just said, I think, uh, you know, to get 27 races in uh, last year with everything going on was a, you know, a brilliant effort from everyone on the Toka package, you know, ITV4 and, and to get everyone there with ev with the current climate and stuff was, was brilliant. So it was a tough year, you know, having uh, three back-to-back -back race weekends is is, is never easy. Um you know, and there was a sort of a, an element there of you've got to bring the car home in race three. You know, otherwise, if you if you have a big one in race three, you're going to struggle to make it for the next weekend because technically you've only got three at max four days to to turn the car around and uh, and get ready for the next weekend. So it was tough, but uh, yeah, no, really well done to everyone to get that to get that going. But it would be great next year, 2021, to have all the fans back. Uh, you know, it, it is it, it is a show, and you know people love it. And uh, we, you know, as a driver, you do miss going out on that green flag lap and seeing tens of thousands of people line the track. And uh, you know that that's part of the part of the enjoyment. It's, it is it is amazing. What about a teammate for 2021? We are currently in talks with about uh, three or four drivers. Um, We've got a meeting tomorrow with a driver and 
hopefully have some news out soon. You know, nothing, nothing signed yet. You know, we're not. Uh, we're, we're getting closer with a couple of drivers, but we're not not quite there yet. But uh, yeah, fingers new, news to come soon. You're going to have obviously a very good driver, but not somebody who's going to beat you on the track. Is that right? Well, I don't know. I mean, over the years, you know, I've had some very fast teammates, um, and it does it does help having teammates who can push you and having teammates who are as fast, if not faster, because if anything, you you lift your game um, to be as fast as them. And when you've got a driver as equally as fast, you know, you can try different things, you know, because they're still, they're pushing the car as hard as you. So you can try different setups and collate, collate all the data and, and then pick what's best and what's working and hopefully increase the development of the car at a faster rate. So, if someone faster did come along, then we, you know, we, we would, we would, I'd welcome it. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I think obviously, I mean, it's, it's it's very much about the team effort as far as the team prizes and awards are concerned. But obviously, individually, as drivers, you each want to to do your own thing and succeed at whatever level you're racing at as well. So, I mean, the, there are two sides to it. But it, if it works, it's going to work really well, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Tiffany Motorsport, our goal is to win the team championship. That's that's what we're setting out to do. Um and that that that's that's our goal for twenty twenty one, to have two two cars at the front uh, and win the team championship. With that, you know, obviously my goal is to win the Touring Car Championship. That's what I'm here to do and that's that's what I'm that's what I want to do. So there's different elements to it, but uh, basically, we want to go out and win. That's that's what Sicily Motorsport are here to do, and uh, enjoy ourselves at the same time. When are the BMWs going to be delivered to you guys? Uh, we're hopefully getting the first one uh, end of Jan, uh, and then hopefully getting the second one <coughs> end or middle middle to the end of Feb. So it'll be a little bit close, you know, to to me today and stuff, but really testing you know you, you can't really do much testing until the middle to the end of Feb early March anyway because it's it's normally too cold so um, there'll be a lot of work to do when the cars arrive uh, but hopefully sooner rather than later well anyway I think what we should do is uh, pass on a very big well done to you and the team and dad and, and the whole people involved with Sicily Motorsport in succeeding in the success you had in 2020, bearing in mind the sort of background of that, the caress, obviously the career success you've had over the years in touring cars as well. And I wish you all the very, very best for 2021. Wish you um, very best wishes for Christmas for you, Dad, the family, your little boy, everybody involved with the team, sponsors and likewise. And uh, I look forward to obviously uh, catching up with you in 2021. Yeah, thank you very much, and uh, same to you. Happy Happy Christmas and New Year, and uh, hopefully we'll see you uh, and, and you and yourself and all the crowds back at uh, racetracks next year. Fantastic stuff.